Good morning. This is the VSA Morning Miner on Tuesday, the 29th of August, and I am with Ollie O'Donnell. And uh, I hope our listeners have had a very good bank holiday. I hope you've had a very good holiday. Yes, thanks, David. Yep. Good to be with you back in the office this morning. How are you doing? Very good, thanks. We'll get straight to the point. I guess whilst you were away, um, we saw some efforts by China to improve sentiment in metals markets um, and the property markets. And consequently, we did see a little bit of a lift in the iron ore price with the expectation of the construction season coming along. And uh, I've noticed that uh, copper has been a bit of a sideways or range bound for the last little while. But hopefully, um, sentiment from China, perhaps, but maybe uh, because inventories are coming uh, down, that will provide some support for us here for the copper price. But that leads me into Rio and First Quantum, where they've announced this JV on La Granja in Peru. And Ollie, what are your thoughts on, on that um, underdeveloped copper deposit? Uh, well, obviously, there's relatively few vast uh, copper projects like this in the world that haven't been developed. It's 4.3 billion tonnes of ore at 0.5%, um, 0.51% uh, copper um, a couple of years ago. The, the global average was about 0.6. So that sort of tells you where this ranks on that sort of thing but on a on a uh, as an open pit mine to start with you can you can cope with the lower grades and obviously with the scale of project um the economics also work with 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 relatively low grades but i mean the capital costs are pretty significant um first quantum for their 55 percent to be the operator um, putting in an initial 105 million dollars and will follow that with 546 million dollars over the next few years which will take it through feasibility study and towards development but that isn't the entire project capex yet um, just showing you how expensive it is to to put one of these large projects into production um, what I think is noticeable, though, is that this project is in Peru, um, which obviously had quite significant government instability towards the end of last year. And now having removed President Castillo, um, they've regained some stability. And we've seen things like Hox Charles EIA being approved. And now two major mining companies um, committing to a a major development and um, deployment of capital, which shows uh, some some faith in the in the new administration. Indeed, I think another element of it is high altitude, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, altitude and water is always uh, an extra factor to think about in these projects. Indeed. So jumping on to a completely different continent, we've had a little bit of news from Andrada um, on the lithium SO results from a channel sampling at the, the lithium ridge, which I believe is the ML133. Uh, yep, they have been doing some channel sampling on their lithium project. It's, it's coming up with some 
pretty good numbers. Obviously, these are from surface being channel samples. Um, so um, intercept between 9.65 to um, 13 to 15 meters uh, with grades of between 1.3% lithium up to 2.18%. Um, they've got associated tin grades of between 0.08 to 0.15% tin. So those tin grades quite um, quite encouraging and sort of stack up as relatively, say, fairly um, middle of the road for global tin projects. So combined with a lithium credit, that probably makes these pretty attractive given that the lithium grades are are relatively strong. Their share price, though, um, recently has definitely been uh, still tracking the tin price more closely than uh, than that of the lithium. They're up 22% overall this year, but have pulled back from a high from 860 now to 680. That high was in in June. Um, the tin tin price has not been quite as volatile as as that but it's far more similar performance to the share price than that of lithium but that's probably a good thing given um how lithium prices and stocks have performed this year indeed is it also encouraging to see the continuity because i think it's over six kilometers yeah absolutely it's it's just showing this is a really massive uh, district for for lithium good stuff and then uh, maybe finally, because there's not too, too much news out there at the moment, um, Base Resources delivered their 23 full-year results. Um, prices up a, a little bit, eight, sorry, not a little bit, up 8%. Costs likewise, though, and EBITDA was flat, production down a bit, but maybe to plan. What were your thoughts on that? Um, well, last year, we obviously had really strong growth in mineral sands um, prices, so... Um, those have generally eased back, particularly the higher value um, uh, constituents, Rutal and, and Zircon have pulled back from their highs, but are still relatively higher year on year. Ilmenite is the only one that's holding close to its its highs and, and tracking flat, but obviously that's a much lower um, value product. Um, for base, those higher prices were offset by lower production. The only highlight in the in the production area was uh, zircon, which was up two percent. Everything else was down off the back of lower mined concentrate, which was uh, down about six percent year on year. And as you mentioned, costs were up. Um, about ten percent driven by fuel and power costs. It didn't mean that they uh, equaled their record last year for EBITDA at one hundred fifty nine million US dollars, but um, they've had to take an impairment of eighty nine million dollars on Quali. Um, that's closely related to the, the sort of accounting assumptions on the future recoverable value which relate to recent 
cost, um, performance, new pricing assumptions, but also the fact that this project is coming to the end of its um, reserve life, which only currently lasts to the end of December next year. But that is quite a significant cash charge that uh, impacted the earnings this year and took to a, a net a net loss. Um, the dividend was still fairly strong, though. Um, they paid out a final div of four cents per share, um, which means the total dividends paid were seventy-one million Australian dollars against sixty-one million last year. Um, but with those costs and the um, weaker outlook on quality, the share price has been underperforming for a while against the 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 performance in mineral sands prices. Thank you very much. I think we ought to draw it to a close unless you'd like to add anything further. No, I think that's enough for today. Thanks very much and have a good day. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.